We are Marquette. 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 My name is Chris Holodak. I'm an assistant professor in digital media at the Diederich College of Communication. Hi, I'm Joe Brown. I'm also an assistant professor in digital media at the Diederich College of Communication. We are pretty broad on what we accept for entries. The only real sort of limiting factor that we have is we want it to be less than 20 minutes. But within that, documentary is good, fiction is good, it can be made for class, it can be made on your own, it can be informational. I know last year we had somebody from the nursing school who had in their class they had the option to write a paper or make a video and she had made a pretty good informational video about her topic and it was it was well done so we screened it webisodes are welcome as long as the total running length of all the episodes is still not exceeding 20 minutes we are for sure having sort of best picture so we'll have the the best film of the evening and then a runner-up and an honorable mention and those are being judged by outside industry professionals, um, alumni, and also people from Milwaukee who are working in the industry. Uh, and then depending on what we get, if we have films that we think are worthy of it, we'll do um, an award for best cinematography, for best editing, for best writing. The best, the first, second, and third place overall films will get um, not exactly cash prizes, but what they will get is a voucher for submitting to film festivals. Very cool. So we're not going to hand them $100, but they can come to my office and find $100 worth of festivals to submit to, and we'll cover that cost. If we see films that are well done, if these are the best films we've got this year, I want I want the country to know we're making good films here. Got them all sort of in a big bucket, and now the the faculty will look at them all to determine the sort of hour and a half running time we're aiming for and then we'll take that 90 more 90 minutes worth of film and give it to the jury and say among these what do you think is best watching last year's festival they were really good we had some really impressive work from sophomores and juniors uh which which is great because that means we're going to have even better work now as they're juniors and seniors and I was also kind of pleasantly surprised at how much, not attention, but like how many submissions we got from people outside the Diederich College. So from the nursing school and the engineering school. Uh, we didn't get those submissions this year. I think I didn't do a good enough job at spreading the word to them that the date moved. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. But but the idea, and I and I think this is really important to me because... The thing about, you know, we sort of couch it in film and fiction and that sort of thing because that's fun. But that ability to tell a good story, and particularly in this day and age, to tell a good story visually, because we see so much stuff on our phones, on our tablets, on our TVs, everybody needs to be able to do that. And so if you can do that as an engineer, engineers have stories they need to tell. Nurses have stories they need to tell. And so knowing that there are people in those schools who are, are actually good at that, but also knowing that they are coming to us and interacting with our students who are specifically very good at the storytelling part, so that 
the engineers don't have to be good at the storytelling part. They just have to know they can come and find our kids who are good at the storytelling part and can make a marriage of good communication. So the film festival, the Marquette Student Film Festival, has been running six or seven years. It was started in large part by some students, uh, Chris Fizzer, an alum especially, and then also Professor Daniel Beverly, who's no longer here at Marquette, had a lot to do with getting the film festival going. And we do see great work every year. I think one of the most important things about the film festival is that students get used to the idea that they need to screen their work. They can't just create their work and leave it on a hard drive somewhere. So it's really nice to see students invite their family and their friends, uh, maybe their internship directors and other professionals that they might have met in the Milwaukee community to Marquette to see the films, and it's kind of their moment to shine. So uh, I love seeing what's on the screen. It's beautiful, but I, I really love to see them kind of coming into their own as a media maker. Your film isn't finished until you have found an audience, and that's so important. Whether it's documentary or fiction or informational or just something you got together with your buddies to do on a weekend for fun if it was the 24-hour film race or whatever, like, making it is great fun, but why did you make it if you weren't trying to say something to somebody? As Joe just said, it's not enough to make it and then let it sit on your hard drive on a shelf. What was the point of making it? Frequently, films that are getting submitted are things they did for class, and you ask them, why did you make that? And they say, because it was homework. Like, well, no, but why did you make that story? You could have done anything for your homework, but you chose to tell this story. Why? And there was a reason... So then share that with the world, even if it was just a homework assignment, even if it was just you and your buddies messing around to see if you could make the camera work. Like, you did. Yay, you. Now share that. In fact, digital media as a sort of profession was what I was doing for a good 15 years. I was making educational media for corporate clients at first, and then I got into this niche of doing arts education, which is great fun. And and I do feel very strongly about helping people tell their stories. But as a creative person, I wanted to tell my own stories. And so I started messing around with my friends on the weekends, you know, which is kind of how everybody starts. And got to a point where, like, oh, hey, that turned out pretty good. I want to find an audience. And so I started submitting to festivals and started getting into festivals. And boy, that's addictive. <laughs> going to a film festival with your little filmmaker badge on and being like, yeah, I made a film. We're screening Friday night. Like, oh, my God, that's so... Experiencing yeah. Um, watching people watch your work and laugh when you meant them to laugh and cry when you meant them to cry. Like, there's nothing like that. So I started making films sort of for fun, and then I started making films sort of seriously. And I also started teaching at the Institute for Documentary Filmmaking just as part of a freelance thing to do. And then I sort of stopped and went, no, wait a second. I can combine all of this. I, I love teaching. I love making films. I can do that. <laughs> like, why not just do that? So, so that's how I ended up here. So I started making films 12 or 13 years ago, and I kind of came into it in a really roundabout fashion. I didn't study film, I didn't study communication or anything like that in high school or college. I was doing other things. I was interested in social issues and in particular environmental issues. 
and I decided I wanted to write some magazine articles or do some kind of story on an issue in western Colorado where I was spending a lot of time about oil shale and, and natural gas development. I then thought more on the issue and, and kind of decided that perhaps making some media, uh, visual media like a documentary, would have more of an impact than an article, uh, just because I thought I might be able to reach a larger audience. And so I kind of embarked on a two-year quest to make a documentary uh, without having really any training or skills, and it was kind of a train wreck, but uh, it ended up getting finished. It was a feature. It went to 15 festivals, toured the country a little bit, grassroots type of screening venues. And then I guess I was hooked, um, and I pursued graduate school and other things and kept making films on the side and finally got formal training in film production and history, specifically in documentary. Uh, and since then, I've just been having all sorts of uh, great experiences. And as, as Professor Holodeck said, you know, I go to a lot of film festivals. It's a lot of fun. And although I came at it kind of from a social issue perspective and still do, I've, I've grown to love the craft and um, – I'm always challenging myself, trying to trying to learn how to be better. And I like teaching, right? Um, I'm not really interested in making films about widgets or doing commercials. Not to say that that's bad work. A lot of people do that. I've done it. You need to do it to pay the bills. But I've been able to carve out a niche here where I can teach and talk about the history of film and talk about social issues while making my own films. Um, and I'd much rather be doing that than making commercial work personally. Although making commercial work is pretty fun, I have to say. One thing I don't ever want to lose sight of is that I want our student film festival to be a venue for our students to showcase themselves and their work and for us to sort of honor and highlight the best of the of the best. I do have sort of grand vision because you always have grand vision, but as much as I would like I would love for us to have a multiple screening student film festival so that it's not just this this year it's going to be Monday evening and it'll be great and it'll do that what I wanted to do of of showcasing the best of the best and giving our students the experience of having an audience and all of that but I would love for us to be able to reach the point where we're doing a weekend and we're doing I mean like a weekend day where we're, we've got two or three screening blocks so that there is a screening block that is the competition of our students, but that there's also maybe a screening block of student films in the upper Midwest. And maybe there's another screening block that's just shorts for everybody. What that would do for us if we had a you know Marquette competition and a students competition and a everybody else shorts competition, it builds community because particularly if you sort of target the upper Midwest, you'll get filmmakers who can easily come. And the thing about filmmaking, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, doc or web or whatever, you don't do it alone. It's a community. And particularly for our seniors, they're going to graduate and they're going to lose the community of, of us. We send them out into the world. How do I get my films made now? So they need to be interacting with everybody else. They need to find the people who are like them, who just want to make films. And so I think if we can reach the point where we're doing not just one two-hour block, but several blocks worth of programming, and bringing in the filmmakers who have done good work so that 
everybody can rub shoulders with everybody else. It's good for our students, but it's good for the whole community. This year, the film festival is once again in the Hellfair Theater. They are wonderfully generous to host us. Uh, in the one day in February, they didn't have anything going on. They're so busy over there. So they really are so generous to host us, and I appreciate it greatly. And that one day is Monday, February 26th, and it will be at 7 p.m. There's free popcorn, and everybody is welcome. And this is Colleen Duvall for We Are Marquette Podcast. Oh, <laughs>